We've been waiting all year to get the big three of the Warriors back on the floor together, but apparently the big three is now the big four. I'm on my grind, nobody take that from me. I'm moving up, eh. I'm moving up, eh. Draymond Green, Stephen Curry, Clay Thompson, Y'all can get hot at any second. Trying to be able to get good looks early to get us going is something that separates us. We all feel like we're really special and playing together really makes us lethal. He's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What, what is y'all? it that we, we get do, Mr. Rose? Jalen, I was watching the Warriors-Nuggets game last night, and I was having some flashbacks to the heyday of the Warriors dynasty. It was a new arena, new lineup, but same death. Jalen, this explosion from the Warriors has made, made me reconsider the Western Conference. Has it done that to you? Death Con 4, featuring the Splash Brothers, Draymond Green. And Michigan Wolverine, Jordan Poole. The new death lineup that also includes Andrew Wiggins. And before I start talking about how great the Golden State Warriors have been so far in this postseason, let me just say this. Andrew Wiggins is the person that started in this year's All-Star game. Just, just think about that for a second when you watch them play. Andrew Wiggins started in this year's All-Star game. So now Jordan Poole emerges after Klay Thompson's been injured the last couple of years. You win in the draft with Kaminga, and all of a sudden you have depth again. So much depth that you could bring Steph Curry off the bench? Is, is that what Steve Kerr doing with the league right now? <laughs> yes. Like, is, is that what's happening? Like, like, is that what's happening? Because Steph Curry all of a sudden Watches Clay get hot. Jordan Poole get hot. Day Day frustrating the Joker, being physical on the initiating offense. And he like, I'm about to come in and shimmy, shimmy, ya, shimmy, yo, shimmy, ya. Like, I want to be a part of that party. I'm Steph Curry. And they're playing at home. And so I'll just say this. The Golden State Warriors and the Phoenix Suns are on a clear collision course to the Western yep. Conference Finals. Yep. They're doing everything we thought the Lakers and the Clippers would do when they had their dynamic duos join the Los Angeles teams. These teams, and here's what happens when you can shoot the ball off the dribble with unlimited range. Those buckets are loud. Don't it seem like every time Steph make a three-pointer and gets fouled, that that's like a 10-point play? Or Jordan Poole, when he ooh and ah, and all of a sudden nifty in the side of traffic, and he drop it behind his back? See, people didn't realize Jordan Poole can also pass the ball. Like, he's a terrific offensive weapon. And so the Nuggets are clearly overmatched, and you know how much nobody nationally has loved the Joker more than me. Years ago, years ago, you already know how we adopted the Nuggets. But I have to say something that's really important in fairness, because I voted for him this year for MVP. You can't be getting ejected late in the game. Well, you can't do that. There's good reason, Jalen. 
No, no, ain't, no ain't, ain't no good reason, dog. Y'all getting waxed. You're frustrated by Looney and Draymond being physical with you. You got to finish the game because that frustration, Jacoby, leads to other dominoes that happen throughout the roster. And so remnants of Boogie and Barton start to happen. You know why? Because your entire squad is frustrated because you're getting waxed. And one of the things about being the MVP, the All-NBA player, the All-Star, the captain, the best player, you have to find a way to be that common influence regardless of the score of the game because game three is so very important and your team is going to follow your lead. I know you saw Boogie and Barton getting into it and you know how much I love Will Barton, number five Denver Nugget, and nobody screams, Boogie, louder than I do. What ends up happening, Jacoby, is those buckets that the Gold State Warriors make it are so loud it, 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 it reverberates throughout the gym. Like they're showing everybody. You see little kids laughing. <laughs> Pointing. You see old men and old ladies. You see our guard 40 water sitting on the sideline looking like a tycoon with all of his truck jewelry on. And so that frustration carried itself for the Nuggets. They need to regroup for game three. Because if they don't regroup and play a good first half, I ain't say a good game. A good first half. If they don't play a good first half in game three, they getting swept. I'll bring out the Wallis Wallis. It's really important that they play a good first half in game three. Well, Jalen, we have so much attention has been rightfully so paid to Jordan Poole's explosion and Steph Curry coming back and Klay Thompson getting more open shots than he ever has in his career because of those two. But this to me is about Draymond <laughs> Green's defense on Nikola Jokic. Draymond Green always wants a defensive player of the year. They gave it to Marcus Smart. And Draymond Green has taken this MVP and he has just put him in clamps and frustrating him and slapping at him and fouling and sometimes it gets called. Fouling and sometimes it does get called. He's in his head and at the end of the day, he just waves him goodbye. And I saw Draymond Green go to the line and he had like zero points and it was the third quarter. And I was just like, you know what? You can have zero points for the whole series if you keep doing this to the MVP, I think Draymond Green needs to be celebrated and get his flowers because a lot of the attention is being drawn by the offensive explosions of the others. So it's a team game. And you know my guy that represents who are we? Saginaw Pride. All right. All right. And again, Jacoby, did you say he had zero points? But no, he had points. He scored. Game in a, yeah. Right. Okay. But, 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 here, but here's the thing I want to make sure I point out. When you have offensive weaponry around you, and shout to Bob Myers for drafting properly and player development, Steve, Nat, Steve Kerr. So now they have depth. So now Draymond can focus on defense. He can focus on playmaking, rebounding, playing position basketball, and not worry about scoring. And by the way, what you're seeing with Draymond is a graduated version of a valedictorian version of what anybody hoped Ben Simmons could ever give the Nets. Well, this is when people say they want to see him return, that's what they hope to see. We'll be discussing Ben Simmons a lot tomorrow as they face off against the Celtics, but the Warriors aren't the only team that started the playoffs with two convincing wins. The same thing happened 
the 76ers, and a lot of it has to do with that man, Tyrese Maxey. Again, this time 23-9-8. Jalen, look at Maxey go. I love this show because we give the people what they want. Ten years in running. And shout out to Tyrese Maxey, friend of the show, who's been so very dynamic in the half court, providing speed and transition, shot making. But you know what else I appreciate? He has an infectious personality. And that carries on a team dynamic. Just think about it. James Harden, grizzled veteran, big beard. You don't really see him smiling. Joel Embiid, you know, a seven-footer physical presence. And so you need, like, the baby-faced guy to bring the, the youthful energy to the team, to the locker room, to the floor. And that productivity now becomes a remnant of that. But I have to say this about our amazing program. When you see the graphic and it's three or four Warriors and then one Nugget. <laughs> we got to talk about that. And then that. you see the graphic, the graphic and back it's up, three Biana. Sixers and it's one Raptor. That means our staff believes that the team with one team, with one player, probably doesn't have much of a chance to win that series. Whatever, That's what you're going to see this a few what, times what on today's think? show. And you know, whatever, they got one guy real big, almost the size of the logo, and they got three small dudes to fit them all around the logo on one side. You know which team is going to win that series. And I think it is worthy of us to point out the great play of Joel Embiid, but also, Jalen, something that you've got your eye on, the sort of slow start on James Harden. We talked about how much pressure was on him going into these playoffs. They've won both games, so they haven't needed him, but he hasn't really felt like the old James Harden yet in these two games. See, I love playoff basketball so very much because it's a different season. And the, the dynamics of productivity changes based on the player. And if you're a top 75 player, that just got traded for Ben Simmons, uh, Andre Drummond, Seth Curry, and two first-round picks. If you're the Sixers, you looking down at the stat sheet, Meek Mill looked more athletic. <laughs> Let's see it. Did James Harden Show the clip. these days. <laughs> right? So impressive. The most Meek impressive Mill thing that happened in the, in the arena last night was this. Look at how smooth this is. Look at the tuck. I Grabbing the this. shins. Look at the hey, tuck. And the, hey, look at the, hit the landing like Simone Biles. Hey, let Dark. me tell y'all something about Meek Mill. First off, not only do my Rock Nation brother got bars, but he a great athlete. So yes. a lot of people see that right there and think, don't think you could, don't try that at home. Oh, I could, you know I could train for a sure. week. Hey. You know what? I wish, I wish we could put Jacoby jumping on the table video after that one. <laughs> You'll see the difference. <laughs> no, if, I, if someone said you have to land that flip, I would have to train eight hours a day for at least three days to land it once. And that was so impressive. That was, that was so impressive. Hold on, hold on, wait, wait. Whoa, did he say eight hours a day for three days? You think after three days you can do that? Stop yeah, it right now. Definitely, definitely, easily. No, I'll do a double no, after can't. three days, no, dog. I'll do a double with a twist You're lying in after three days. You're lying. If you give me eight hours a day to do a flip on a trampoline, man, I feel disrespected. But Meek did it smooth, first try, just a little run up. Like, yo, look at that. Look at that with the hey, jewels look at the on. Gentleman walking Whoa. past. 
Look at this. Look at the crew rocking past. They like, yo, Meek Millie got that in. And by the way, <laughs> really and by the way, he hey, he that deal on them bikes too, man. Like he a well, great Jaylen. athlete, man. Shout to Meek Millie. <laughs> yeah. You saw him make the three too. You saw him make the three this year. Meek Mill been representing at the Sixers game, breaking bread with Michael Rubin. Jalen, so much going on in the NBA, but it is now time to talk about some very important news that matters. Just like the Warriors have risen to establish their dominance over the Nuggets, Kendrick Lamar is back. Kendrick, he just came coming back May 13th to remind us all that there's no one else on the planet that has what like Kendrick Lamar? Bars! And, and, and here's the thing that I want to make sure everybody pays attention to. When this man gets into the studio, it ain't about a line. It ain't mm. about a hook. It Preach. ain't about a verse. It Preach. ain't about a song. This man is making historic movies, authoring chapters that are gonna be a best-selling all-time classic book on May 13th, I cannot wait. And as a matter of fact, that's the exact same day Mariah Rose graduates from the University of Georgia. Big day. Oh, you're you're definitely going to see Jalen Rose in the audience at the University of Georgia watching Mariah walk across the stage. But he's going to have headphones in. (laughs) He's going to have headphones in the whole time. We'll be back (laughs) right after this. We're going to be discussing. I can't believe this guy. The Grizzlies. Talking about he can do that in three days. upset (laughs) by the Timberwolves. I'll do a double in three days. Three days? Come on, dog. It's a trampoline there. Coming to you live from the Seaport, New York City, and brought to you by Chase. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen Rose, after losing game one at home to the Jazz, the Mavericks needed game two, and they got it on the back of the shortest man on the court. That man right there on the right. There's only one of him, and that's all they needed. Jalen Brunson went to work with 41, (laughs) Mr. Rose. An army of one. 40 points with zero turnovers. The first time in the history of the Dallas Mavs Someone has done that in the playoffs. And here's what I want to say about my namesake. I'm happy for you, nephew. Shout to his brother. Shout to his father, Rick Brunson. His buckets are the opposite of Steph Curry's. They're not loud. You know how you always joke, Jacoby, about how I don't have highlights? Mm-hmm. Because this is what they look like. They look like <laughs> buckets. Look at the pretty shoulders of people. Around. He just puts right. his shoulder in the he, people he in, the, in the lane and gets a bucket. It's easy. He ain't playing. He is not playing with them. And by the way, shout to Jason Kidd, who's done an amazing job of nurturing this team and getting a win without Luka. But I have to say this. Seriously, Utah Jazz? Seriously? Like, we talked about having the graphic where it was three to one. And y'all let the one beat y'all? And again, it was Jalen Brunson, but he wasn't all NBA this year. Mm. So like this now to me becomes the remnants of the true breakup of Rudy Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. It don't really happen, Jacoby, like through osmosis, right? It come through like horrible performances. And so the way they went out in the playoffs the last couple of years, and then you lose a game like this, 
And if Luka come back, if Luka come back and they eliminate the Jazz, it's going to get ugly in Utah. It's going to be a lot of changes happening in Utah. Well, still a long way away from that happening, but Rudy Gobert has been a focal point in this series. And one thing that happened is, is he likes to sag towards the middle and protect the rim. Guess what? He's covering Cleaver. What did Cleaver do? Just hit all the threes in the world. And what did he do on the offensive end? Not much. Five in game one, eight in game two. Yeah, he gets a lot of defense and he protects the rim. The 17 rebounds is great, but I don't know about this nucleus for this team. We will see what it looks like next season. But, Jill, let's move on to some of the games tonight because we have the Timberwolves and the Grizzlies. The most intriguing series in the Western Conference continues. Can Anthony Edwards continue his dominance over the Grizzlies defense? Bam, bam. Absolutely. And, and by the way, the, the thing I love about Anthony Edwards is his irrational confidence. I saw him on NBA Today, and he was like, he named his dog Anthony Edwards Jr. You know what I mean? Like, like this, this dude says he's the best defensive player in the league. Oh, you know what I'm saying? He just ignoring the fact that he just had a high 30-point game off the dribble, scoring him like he like it was no big deal. Like I, I love his personality. I love his game. We've talked about that with Carl Anthony Towns on this show. They look legit and they forced you to flip your pick. But I'm not flipping mine. John Moran is gonna respond. The killer bees, Baines and Brooks are gonna respond. Triple J is gonna be the difference today. Mark my words, and I know you possibly like to wager on certain things. I'm going to tell you. Sometimes Look do, deeper yeah. into what it's like to Triple J's statistical output. Okay. He's going to okay. be a factor tonight. Jalen, the Pelicans, it was more competitive than it felt against the Suns, but again, we've got one of those graphics where just one guy on one side <laughs> and three on the other. Can the Pelicans make this a what series or is this going to be Ingram? four or five games? I know. <laughs> Put Zion and street clothes on there, something. <laughs> Coach Monty. <laughs> Willie Green. <laughs> Can he get up? <laughs> hey, shout out to Chris Paul. As, as we usher in so many great young players in the league, I like how he's nurtured Devin Booker, helped him be more efficient, turn the Suns into a winning franchise the leadership in the locker room to keep a calming presence along with their head coach, Monty Williams, and the player development. Shout to James Jones, Jay Hoops, who built this team and put it together and kept DeAndre Ayton being productive and professional even though he didn't get his max deal that he really deserves. The Phoenix Suns and the Warriors, I cannot wait for them to be on a collision course to play against one another. I think the Suns make this series an easy one. Jalen. Watching the game between the Heat and the Hawks in game one, I was so, oh, here it is again. Can we got to change this? <laughs> but this, the Heat defense so, on Trey Young was impressive. Can Trey Young get going in game two? I can name seven, eight players that deserve to be on that graphic next to Trey Young. Shout out to Kyle Lowry, a champion. Look at my guy, Sweet Lou Will, looking over that truck jewel. We got some Sweet Lou up guys there. next to him there. But in all honesty, like, Duncan Robinson hit eight threes. Like, the Miami Heat are just too physical, too deep for the Atlanta Hawks. It's going to be a long series for Atlanta. Oh, it's going to be a short series for Atlanta, which I know exactly what you mean. Good point. Jaylen, Good point. Marcus Smart is 
the defensive player of the year. Controversial pick in the first car to do it since Gary Payton. We'll discuss after this. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby. Jalen, when we started saying that we were going to recognize Brittany Griner every day, I never know, never thought we'd still be doing it to this day. One day is too many to be detained. 61 is entirely too many. We're just wishing her a speedy and safe return to the United States. Jalen Rose, you have a ballot to vote on the NBA regular season awards, and you had a gentleman by the name of Marcus Smart at the top of your defensive player of the year. He was announced as the winner of that award. Gary Payton was on hand because Gary Payton was the last guard to win the award. What do you think of this historic event in the life of Mr. Smart? Shout to the OG, GP, the glove. I'm happy for Marcus Smart. I voted for him. A perimeter player has to really be effective and dominant to win this award because steals doesn't necessarily quantify you being a good defender because you can mm. gamble. And being a guard, sometimes you don't have a lot of blocks and you likely won't have double-digit rebounds. So how do you now win Defensive Player of the Year? By positioning, by physicality, by being able to guard multiple people on a nightly basis, by the Boston Celtics basically being the best team defensively in the NBA since January the 1st, and Marcus Smart led the way. I mean, of course, there's Mikal Bridges, there's Bam Adebayo, there's Draymond Green and what he's doing with Jokic. There are a lot of potential people that I would be very happy that win this award. But when I watch Marcus Smart, I think to myself, I don't want him guarding me. I don't want that man around me, <laughs> get him away from me. He's trying way too hard. I'm just trying to play in this regular season basketball game, and he's really annoying me. And that is a good defensive skill that you will not see in advanced analy analytics. We will be back tomorrow with a special guest, Trayvon Edwards of the national champion, Thank Georgia you. Bulldogs. You're far too kind. We always say we give the people what they want. Part of that is doing podcast exclusive content for our podcast listeners. Jalen, we're going to talk up? more about the NBA playoffs, but I want to talk to you about something happening in the National Football League. Get your take on it. Because a lot of All wide right. receivers got paid. I'm looking at Devontae Adams. I'm looking at Tyreek Hill. And you know what happens when that happens, just like any industry, other wide receivers say, whoa, whoa, I had a great year last year. I'm Debo Samuel. The way you use me changed the whole entire offense. I'm A.J. Brown. I'm Terry McLaurin. <laughs> I want new deals. And you know what I'm not going to do? Show up for your voluntary workouts or your OTAs. I might not even show up for training camp. I might even hold out. What do you think about this shift in salary and approach of wide receivers in the NFL? There's an opportunity for skilled player positions to start getting quarterback level money and you have to do it in the NFL where contracts aren't guaranteed and the game is so very physical that one play could be the difference between you cashing those checks and you getting injured and wishing that you didn't hold out to get your money. I never frown upon NFL players in particular holding out because you've heard me say this for a decade, their contracts might as well be written on toilet paper. And all of a sudden with Devontae Adams, relationships carry the day. He had one with Aaron Rodgers, 
He also had one with uh, Derek Carr. I don't know why I'm drawing a blank with Derek Carr, right? So that gave him leverage. So now when you have leverage, hey, Green Bay, this is what it's going to cost you because I know I got another team. And think about what happened to the Raiders. Not only do they have Derek Carr's relationship with Adams, but Adams is considered the best receiver arguably in the league. And the Raiders have some issues with their receiver that they drafted in the first round who's not even on the team no more. Mm -hmm. Right? For good reason. And the Raiders, right? So that's an area of need. So now all of a sudden, he has that leverage, takes advantage of that leverage and gets top dollar. And Tyree Hill gets on the phone with his agent like, hey, I know we was talking about one number, but like, <laughs> no, yesterday's price. I don't want that number no more. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Price. Brad Joe style. <laughs> not yesterday's today's price. price is not today's price. And all of a sudden, he got on the phone with the Kansas City Chiefs like, I'm not going to be able to do it. Mm. And the beautiful thing is he's from Florida, and even with a straight face, he tried to act like he really wanted to stay in Kansas City and play with Patrick Mahomes. But then he was like, you know what, man, coming home, getting this kind of money, like, I can't turn that down. I ain't turning that down. It's no state income tax. So you can say what you want, feel how you want, whatever. And so that changed the game right there. Now they getting $100 million quarterback money. So now their counterparts for other teams are like, I might not be uh, the number one and number two receiver in the league, but I'm the number one receiver on this team. And Debo Samuel's like, I'm the number one player on the offense, arguably. No, he is the number one player on the offense. Shout to George Kittle. And so now all of a sudden, that's his leverage in San Fran. And they're going to be like, it's hard to give him that top dollar when they don't know what Trey Lance is going to do just yet. They don't know what they're going to do Jimmy G just yet. And so I know they're probably thinking, well, you know, it's kind of a holding pattern for paying him his bread. And then so he's going to say, okay, what's well, a holding pattern for me returning y'all emails and showing up to y'all OTAs? <laughs> and so it'll be interesting to see how, how it works out. Um, A.J. Brown, they tried to bring in Julio. He got injured. He's a legend, but that didn't work. They have Derrick Henry. He's going to come back from injury. Ryan Tannehill's our quarterback. So A.J. Brown can look at them and say, I might not be Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill, but I'm better than Ryan Tannehill in my position. Mm -hmm. Y'all paying him how much? And so I'm with them. And then here's the funny one. Terry McLaurin with Washington. He like, we don't even have a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that Carson so Wentz. definitely got to pay me. They got, they got Carson Wentz, the savior. The hey, savior no, coming no, no. to the commanders. He don't be on three. No, he, he don't be like, I, The reason why I say they don't have a quarterback, I mean they're not paying top dollar to one. Mm -hmm. That's what I mean. A.J. Brown looks at Ryan Tannehill and says, I'm one of the top ten receivers. He ain't one of the top ten quarterbacks. But Terry McCorn looks salary. at him and says, 
Right, exactly. And Terry McLaurin looks at it like, y'all revolve it during quarterback. This guy ain't gonna even be quarterback next year, likely. So y'all gotta pay me now. And so I like it. I ain't mad at it at all. Me neither. And again, especially in the NFL, I'm just happy to see athletes get paid. You know, because sometimes when you think about overpaying or this or that, you just got to remember that, like, the owners have billions of dollars to start with. And you know what doesn't happen? When was the last time you saw a sports franchise in one of the major sports get sold for a loss? You know what? Like, some people buy a house and sell it for less (laughs) than they bought it for. When was the last time you saw that happen with a sports franchise? I'm waiting. I'm sure it's happened in the history of life. But in the last 30, 40 years, doubtful. Doubtful. Jacoby, like... Here's one of the remnants of slavery and Jim Crow laws. The sports that are dominated by, the sports that are predominantly black have major restrictions. And when you get confused about the kind of money that an NBA player or an NFL player makes, I got two words for you, salary cap. They don't exist in baseball, tennis, soccer, golf, salary cap don't exist. That's a remnant of them still trying to keep those proverbial chains on our salaries and restrict our ability to make money. That's exactly what that is. I'm not making this up. Look at the sports I just named. Does tennis have a salary cap? You have to earn your money in tennis and golf in a different way. There's no, there's no true baseline, baseline salary, but I understand what you're saying. Correct. So I have no problems with those gentlemen holding out to get top dollar. Jalen. Yes, sir. You still have the Memphis Grizzlies beating the, the Minnesota Timberwolves in the seven-game series. I do. And like you, when I saw them win, just, just think about this. Every time a seven-game series starts, there's a favorite and an underdog. Mm -hmm. When the underdog wins game one, there are going to be so many people that think that they're better and they're going to now win the series. Yes, yes. What what percentage of people do you think that is? That's called an overreaction. What percentage of people? (laughs) Let me ask you this. What percentage? Let, let's take let's take it, it from a betting perspective. It, it depends on the series, a though. It depends on the series. Like when when the Magic beat Game One of the number one seeded Raptors, like what it was like five years ago. Like I'm, no one's like, oh, the Magic are gonna win this one. Good example. You know what I mean? And there's levels. Good example. You know what I mean? But like, but the, I would say, that, but this particular Timberwolves Grizzlies game was um, was the Timberwolves trying harder, getting 50-50 balls, doing the little things, Cat posing a problem on both ends of the, of the floor. Like there was there was some like match up signifier signals that I saw in game one that I could see leak through two, three, four, five, six, seven. So if I was giving you a pie of a hundred percent, and that was a great deeper in the box score example with the Orlando Magic. What percentage of people think the underdog will win a series after they take game one? 
Okay, we're generalizing. This is just human nature. My, yeah, my point was supposed to be like, and that's, it's different. Not every underdog is different, right? Like, like the, the Jazz were the underdog. They were the five seed. They took game one. But without Luka, like, that, that's that's the Jazz. The Jazz lose that series, it, everyone's gone. Every, Quinn Snyder's gone. Everybody's gone. They're going to have a new mascot <laughs> next year if they lose that series with the, and Luka doesn't play a minute. But we can move on from that. And I would say, if to answer your question, I'd say two-thirds you know what I mean? If we're being generalized Correct. about it, probably 66% yes. of people, people that would flip yes. too, like that me, like I thought the Grizzlies were going to win this series, but after I watched game one, I've reconsidered. I've reconsidered. <laughs> but, okay. And here's why. Here's, here's why. And this is the beauty of sports. In a single elimination like the NCAA tournament or the NFL playoffs, the best team that day wins. It's hard for 66% of people, and I'm going by the number you gave, to erase what they just saw. Like, they, you're thinking, I just saw Minnesota beat them. There's no way they're going to stop Anthony Edwards from scoring 38 every game. Every, every game. To have, every, he got 38 every game, right Anthony now. Edwards going to average 38. He got 38. it right now. <laughs> He's going to score exactly right, 38 exactly. every game. <laughs> right, exactly. Carl Anthony Towns going to have 29 and 13 in the first half. I saw it. I just saw him dominate. I know it. You know what I'm saying? I, my eyes are not deceiving me. Beasley are, is going to do that again. And what ends up happening is – we take for granted the marathon that is a series. But I will tell you this, when I saw the combatants in the ring, I was like, this fight gonna be way closer than I thought. Mm -hmm. That's a good analogy. It's like, it's like after that. watching three rounds and being like, ooh, this isn't exactly playing out the way I thought it was gonna. Correct, I'm like, I'm like this, this is about to be a seven game series. And I mentioned it yesterday, but I gotta stress this again. I was so happy to see Papa Morant and Papa Towns smiling, dapping, looking good, representing their family names, representing their sons and their families, representing our culture, representing black men and representing fathers. As somebody that never met his dad, that meant everything to me. I loved that. I literally, when he was like, he just, where the mic at? Give me the mic. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love that. So so shout to them. Big shout to them. I look forward to that game. That series, that series in the Eastern Conference and obviously the Nets, the Nets Celtics that we'll talk about at length tomorrow and on Thursday in the in the Eastern Conference. Obviously the Timberwolves and Grizz are in the Western Conference. Those are the two series that I kind of have circled. Now, Mr. Rose, we have some other games this evening that I want to discuss with you. Let me just ask you. Timberwolves, Pelicans, Hawks. Who's most likely to win this evening? Wolves, Pels, Hawks. Hawks ain't winning. It's got to be, be Timberwolves, right? So I'm getting the second question. Pelicans, Hawks. Who's more likely to win of the underdogs? Pelicans. Hawks might get swept. That, that Heat defense was like Shakespeare. That heat defense was like Mozart. It was just like really, it was very, it, it was it was connected, sophisticated. Like it, the strategy, the way that they were just handing Trey off from player to player, communicating and pointing. I, I couldn't even tell if it was a zone or a man. 
It was like a hybrid of Zone Man. It was like they had rules upon rules upon rules. It was like a flow chart. It was like, <laughs> honestly, I was, it was like, sometimes it's like you see certain coaches, not named names, like, what are we in, man? Like, yes, we're in man for 82 games. You know what I mean? Like, how are we playing the pick and roll? Like, man, I don't know. Switch if you call it out. I don't know. You know what I mean? But not like that heat, or he not that heat defense. That. that heat defense was like, yo. It was it was wild. And I, I do I obviously I don't think it'll go like it went in game one for Trey. It's gonna go better for Trey, but I don't think I don't think that that team is threatened at all in this series by the by the Hawks. I'm not saying it's gonna be sweet, but they're Shot not gonna be my- threatened. Shout to my Filipino brother Alvin, who used to work on Countdown, and my brother Manny Pacquiao, who I used to go watch train, and Freddie Roach, who introduced me to the culture and accepted me to the point where I was like, you know what? When people lose in the playoffs, they ain't just getting a regular broom. They getting a Wallace Wallace. And you just reminded me of the fact that the Hawks, I got to make sure I go find the broom. I gotta go find the broom. I think it's in the studio. I know where it is. I think it's in I New saw York it yesterday. City. I saw it yeah. last Thursday. I saw it last yep. Thursday. I, I'm gonna need that. I think I think I think I'm gonna have to dust off the broom and bring out the Wallies. For that series, and you ready for this? Toronto better get healthy. Barnes, if he ain't playing, if Trent Jr. ain't playing, if Thad Young ain't playing. Gentleman sweep. Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid is going to have some amazing plays in this series to the exhibit his size and his athleticism, but probably the most impactful thing he did was unintentionally step on Scotty Barnes' ankle. You know what I mean? He's huge. Yes. He's like 300 pounds. Ben, and like he, just, he didn't yeah. mean to, obviously, but he stepped right on his ankle. His ankle was already twisting, if you see the replay, and he just stomped right on it. Just like, oh, man. Man, that's a tough break. Tough break. Speaking, speaking of ankles and twists, I have to say, I got two things I wrote down I want to make sure I get to. Number one, when I saw Gary Payton, who I played against, that's my OG, spend time with him, break bread with him, been to the house, all that, family. It reminded me of an extension to the Larry Brown story that I've told about getting 15 DMPs my first year with the Pacers. Seeing GP give him that award reminded me of something that I always forgot. The summer I got traded from the Nuggets to the Pacers, we had an overseas trip. I think it was in Europe or whatever. I, clearly, I'm domesticated, ain't sophisticated. I don't even remember what we was at. It wasn't Europe or whatever. I, yeah, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I, my geography <laughs> ain't got, the best. It's got like 35 you know countries in it. My geography's right. not good either. Exactly. But yeah, we're Europe or wherever right. you wish. Sure. Long flight. Right. See, see the Fab Five doc. I said, who want to go to Europe? It ain't Detroit. At least I'm consistent, right? But that summer, we played against the Seattle Sonics overseas. And I believe Mark Jackson who was traded for me, was gone. I believe the other people that he was playing in front of me, Haywood Workman, who's now is in a referee, I think he was hurt. And I think Travis Best, there was something going on with Travis. So I was forced to start. So just not, so, so I just not remember, so I was just gonna trip you out, dog. 
I started against the Seattle Sonics and Gary Payton, Nate McMillan, Mac 10, two of the greatest defensive guards of all time. And they had Sean Kemp. And I believe they just came from the finals. I think they just was in the finals. I think they were just in the final. Anyway, I don't know if you can Google this, but I hope somebody can find this for me. I killed them. <laughs> hey dog, I think I, I'm not making this up. I believe I had like 25 and 15. I am not making this up. And we was overseas, and I'm a young player. This is my th I'm going into my third year. I just got traded. These are the best defensive guards in the game. You know, I'm running with Reggie Miller now. Da da da. Like I'm 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 thinking that this is about to roll into like an opportunity for me to be the starting point guard. You know what I mean? Yeah, Mark was with the team. I don't know, but for whatever reason, I was playing. And I and it, for whatever reason, they was forced to play me and forced to start me. Yeah, they didn't I don't want know to. what was happening yeah, with everybody else. <laughs> but they, they didn't want, want to. to yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't want to. And, and, and somebody get this. I believe I had like 25 and 15 against them, and we won. So I'm thinking I'm about to be getting minutes. I'm about to build off of that and all of that. Started getting DMPs. That's one. Number two, David Jacoby. When you're talking about ankles, you're just talking about Scotty Barnes' Scotty ankles. Barnes, yeah. Let's talk about Meek Mill's ankles. You said it to a microphone that you feel you could train for three days and Easy. do a frontwards flip like that? Probably one day. Off a trampoline, yes. Probably one day. Off a trampoline, <laughs> yes. Where's LL when I need him? That's a lie. Duh. Duh. Well, it's I'll a trampoline. Anything. It's a Duh. trampoline. I'll I'll I'm talking about train, not just hey, me Duh. alone with a trampoline, like me with the professional gymnast coach. Can teach me to do a front flip off a trampoline? You're underestimating hey, my Duh. very limited athletic ability. <laughs> A, a, a professional coach can show me how to ballroom to try to be on Dancing with the Stars, but it ain't gonna happen because mm. I just can't do it. And what I'm telling you is, you can't do it. Well, first of all, I don't care how many hours you train, you can't do it. It's not working in my favor, Jalen. I'm I'm a I'm a bad flipper. Like I'm a bad flipper. I'm not you good at flips. You can't do it. I'm you not a good well, flipper. Well, that's that. That is a part of this. You know that, right? <laughs> What do you mean? What do you mean? That's a part, that's the main thing that I'm talking about, sir. What do you mean? It's like, oh, I got to flip? Oh, I'm not good at that. That's the that's the whole, I didn't say just jump up and down. You know what I'm saying? You got to flip, flip, flip forward. You know what I'm saying? I saw you fall on the table, and I know you are not gonna be able to do a front flip at three days. I'll bet any, I'll bet you ten thousand dollars cash you can't do it. Listen, this is why I don't want to talk about this because it's gonna end up with me having to do this. Like, there's gonna be some guy named Steve. I gotta pay two hundred dollars a day to hang out with me and just laugh at me <laughs> while I flip. So here's here's let me tell you how I do this. Step one: put the trampoline at the edge of a pool, right? So now I'm just just flipping into the pool, okay? That's that's day one, dog. I got three days. That's day one, and then day two we go indoors. We got a thick pad, 
or maybe the foam pit. I'll work in the foam pit. You know what? I could do this. This is easy because I'd be at the Sky Zone. Shout out to New Rochelle <laughs> Sky Zone. Irrational confidence. I could do you hear, this. You hear how irrational confidence I sounds? This. You I literally almost, talked I yourself I can do into this. believing you can do this. I can do You're this. You're literally I can talking yourself this. into believing you can do this. But here's and what I'm not doing. you can't do this. Here's what I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not wagering ten ten thousand dollars. I'm being rewarded ten thousand dollars if I do Correct. it. Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Because I ain't paying you ten racks because I couldn't do a front flip. No. At Forty four no. years old. I'm telling never you. Never his life. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. You wake up one morning and you tell me in seventy two hours I got this. I'll bring the cash to your workout. Let me. Let me know. Let me. Let me renegotiate. Let me renegotiate. Let me renegotiate. Uh, these are new terms. I just have to provide the video of me doing it over the course of my lifetime. <laughs> and I won't edit it. I would never flip. All, all I got to do is just provide the video over the course of my lifetime. That'll be like Gronk workouts. I'm not having that. <laughs> no, I'm not I having wouldn't play that. with that. I wouldn't play with that. You got to trust me. I'm going to learn how to do the flip. And let me, tell, let me tell people what I mean by Gronk workouts. First off, Tampa Bay knew because he's just an OG and a vet. But Gronk made, was thinking that he was fooling them to thinking that he was no, working during, out every during day. During the pandemic, he had to send a video every day of him working out. Correct. And all he did was in one day, he had like five different shirts that shirts. he changed the outfits. Like <laughs> He worked out for a week and sent him a video. <laughs> You know, at some point it was like a thunderstorm all day long, and he sent a video Correct. on a sunny day. I him just like running. It's like no, right, no, exactly. they like that don't even add up. That background is exactly yeah. the same. That flower was in there yesterday. How was the sun at the same spot? Yeah, how was the sun? How was that bird Correct. on that fence for five exactly. days in a row? Okay, okay, Gronk. Is that, is that, is they don't care. You really don't think I could spend three days and learn how to do a front flip off a trampoline on a pad? He on a pad. Hey, dog, I love you very much. Love you too, It's bud. not that I don't think you can. Okay. I know you can't. <laughs> That's rude. That's rude. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if I can put just, just three days of training, I can do that. Hey, dog. I can do that. Hey, dog. I'm a bad flipper, if, though. It, I'm a bad it, flipper. Hey, the, the, the time that your knees go over your head and you try to flip, your nose is going to be running. Not even sure what you that means. You can't do it, it dog. Sound like a compliment. It, no, it means you're, you're, right. It, it means like so. So, how about this? Meek not only did the flip, he landed on his feet. So you mean to mm -hmm. tell me you for two or three days are about to be doing that and landing where on your butt, on your back, on in your the, head? In the foam like, pit, how dog. Many times? In the foam, in the water for day one, foam pit for day two, and on the pad in day three. This pad is Meek laying on a pad. Many, it wasn't concrete. Jacoby, that body hits the ground three times. <laughs> dog, you 44 you years old, dog. I'm doing you, a lot you of yoga, dog. Like There's a lot the of fall. pliability, a lot you, of yoga. Doing a lot of warrior one, hey. warrior two, warrior three. I'm on my eagle, get my okay. eagle on, drop down okay. and get my eagle on. Crow pose. You, you, know, know, I'm the ma you know I'm the master Lotus. of what I'm about to tell you. You do all of that. <laughs> But just like me, when the last time you hit the ground? That's what oh, I want to know. When the last time you no, fell I'm on the ground? I rec league basketball. I fall down all the time in rec league basketball. I hit the ground hard. Okay, so, so describe for me the last time you fell. 
Oh, wow. Um, I, well, the most, one of the most notable times was when I went to defend a, to a shot, but I went verticality Roy Hibbert, you know what I mean? And dude who listens to the show, watches the show, just, he went up for a layup and just need me not in the, um, not in the, not, not, need me not in the, the multiples, but in the singularity. Need me in the singularity down there. And I went down hard and I stayed down for a while. And for the first 30 seconds, I said to myself, for the first 30 seconds, I was like, I need to go to the hospital. Like the first 30 seconds, I was like, I, I need to go to the hospital. I think I need, I think I need to get my guy stitched back on because this has been a very serious Ooh. impact. Okay, two things. Number one, Ooh. call 985-80-Jalen and, and weigh in on whether or not I can train for three days and land a flip off of a, of a trampoline. Okay, that's number one. Three days of training with a professional. You don't think I can do it, all right? I, don't even, I wouldn't even take your money. I'm not even going to take your money. I'm going to take your money and me and you can go to the nightclub and just give it away. You know what I mean? Because that's just rude. I would, I, just, I would feel like I was Jacobi. stealing from you if I took that kind of money from you. I have to, I have to tell my accountant. I have, to, like, I have to tell him about the tax implications. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, don't want to go deal with all that. It, and you know what? You don't even right, have well, it to I do 9999 You don't have it to spare. But let me tell you, you know this. What I mean? You don't have it Jacobi. to spare. Jacoby. 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 I can see you ziplining. I can mm -hmm. see you bungee jumping. Yeah. I can see you doing a lot of amazing athletic things. <laughs> you ain't doing that, dog. <laughs> You're not doing that. You're not doing that. I'm trying to tell you. You jump, you jump your 44-year-old butt on the trampoline 20 times a day, your nose gonna be bleeding. Your, your body gonna <laughs> respond lucky, in a I'll different be lucky way if it's you just don't my even nose. understand. I'll be lucky if it's just my <laughs> nose bleeding. <laughs> You know how many times you gotta practice that? You have to practice that 300 times. I'm going I mean, in the pool. you gotta fall on the ground. I'm going in the pool. I'll have it on day one. I'll have it on day one. I'll have it That's, on day one. The hardest thing to do is land. What do you mean the pool? The hardest thing to do is gonna be to land. I'm gonna land. That's the toughest thing to do. I'm gonna land. Ask Dominique Dawes, ask Mary Lou Retton, ask any, the hardest thing to do is land. You remember the, the talented young lady that was doing the Michael Jackson uh, for UCLA and crushing it and bringing flavor? She still oh, had to stick the landing. Jalen, I'm a land. I might not you be on my feet, but I'm a land. Dog, I'm a land. It just might not be on my feet. You know what I mean? It might be on my butt, <laughs> on my knees, on my head. I'm a land. Gravity's gonna do its thing. I just don't know if I'll land on my hey, feet. Hey, Demetrius, tomorrow on the show, please put Meek's video up there and then put Jacoby's video up there of him falling on the table. No, okay, we, Those we are two you know, vastly different things. athletic feats. Jalen, I need Andy Authentic's version of that video. I gotta get, I'm a, you know what, I'm gonna DM Andy Authentic. He got, he got like the real good camera. You know what I mean? I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get that. All right. And secondly, if you call 985-80-Jalen, weigh in on this. And if you call 985-80-Jalen, leave us a voicemail. We'll put you on the show just like this. We got time for one. Jacoby missed two air balls at the free throw line. And I did something similar, just trying to shoot for teams in front of everybody. Shout out, Reg. I went to go hoop in the evening outside. Nice view with the city or whatever. And... They were like, hey, do you want to play? And I was like, I would love to play. And so we go to shoot teams. And for some reason, I got to shoot between me and a guy that's walking on, even though I got picked up. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Right. So 
we get to shoot from three-point line, and I haven't touched the basketball in a long time. I airball one left. He will kind of giggle. He misses his shot. I take a shot, and I try to account for the wind, and the wind changes. It's outside. I, I airball two, three, you know, two, a second shot, you know. <laughs> he doesn't make his shot, and my guy that picked me up was like, hey, I'm just going to go with him. Is that fair? You know, my misses were worse, but Brody just played, and Brody didn't even make it. So I waited. I played the next game. It was cool, but I thought that was whack. All right, peace and love. My guy, that is 1,000% fair. That is, that is, that is law. That, that code. You, That's you can't, law, you, That's like, law. what argument do you have? You're going to be like, nah, but, I, but he didn't make him either. Be like, well, he hit the rim, my guy. No, no. That is, that is 100% okay. That is 1,000% fine by me. And also, thank you for the call. We appreciate the support. Jacoby's the, the, the pickup rec league expert. He's here to answer all of your questions, comments, and concerns. But I agree with my brother on this one. Because here's the thing. If you shooting two air balls and he missed twice, we ain't about to stand here all day until one of y'all make a shot. So now all of a sudden you got to judge who's closest or who's worse. And you agreed. And let me tell you why you agreed. Because you waited. So no harm, no foul. I agree with that. But I would like to hear what happened when you got on the court. He said it was you fine. You know what I mean? Like, he said it was fine. He was like, it was fine, okay. which meant it didn't go terribly. It didn't go great. He probably like, okay. scored okay. one point in the game to 11, okay. but didn't embarrass himself. Okay. But, but, but I got to say another thing. Back-to-back air balls, that's, that's, that should be illegal. Like, you should be arrested. Dog, when it happened like, to me, so the, the, the number one thing that went through my head is I'm sure. really scared to tell Uncle Jalen about this, but I got to own up to it. It's something that happened in yes. my life. It's part of my history you. now. You know, it's part of my I history. Need, I need to start coming to those games. I, you know what? I need to do a better You're job of being a better friend, uncle, teammate to come and support you in the stands and record this. <laughs> so, I'm gonna I'm I'm have final cut. You know, you know, some directors put in their contract. They're gonna have final cut. What gets shown? I'm gonna have That's final fair. cut on that one. That's fair. I'm gonna have final cut. <laughs> we'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Jalen Anthony Rose? I'm gonna do a flip. Like the Blastmaster, KRS-One once famously said, "We're not done. We're not done. We are not done." Got to give the people.